15 Minute Mondays, your kickstart to week high energy 15 minute episode on the success blueprint. I'm your host, Daniel Greg Johnson. Let's get right into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back on the Success Blueprint. It's 15-minute Monday time. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Everyone is easing into 2024. Maybe you're still on holiday. Maybe you're already on full speed. It doesn't matter. In the next couple of weeks, I want to add a couple of episodes about teams and about team coaching because I've been asked a lot about team coaching how I approach team coaching. And in 2023, I coach teams. My personal approach to team coaching is more systems-based and it is solution-focused coaching. And I use different models and I have different approaches depending on the team that I'm coaching. I really have a deeply rooted passion for team coaching. It's complex. It is exciting. It's fun. I love to help companies propel their teams towards the future into AI, into performing better and into creating better results for the company. And that's why I want to put up a couple of episodes that really spin around team coaching. So if you have a small team or a big team, it doesn't matter. There will be some advice and some helpful tips and tools in those episodes for everyone. So let's get right into it. Creating a feedback-focused team culture. So what does that mean? You have that team that's stuck in a rut and you're not sure how to get them unstuck. It's the same like with people. We get stuck. We get fed up with our own stories. We get stuck in our self-limiting beliefs, our self-fulfilling prophecies. And how do we get out of that? And how do we get out of that as a team? You've tried team building exercises, coaching individuals, setting clearer goals, but something still seems off. What your team really needs is a culture shift, a way of working that focuses on constant feedback, learning and progress. The good news, with some intentional interventions and the help of an experienced team coach, you absolutely can create that kind of feedback-focused culture. It is really important. And particularly in systemic coaching, this is one of the key ingredients. In systemic team coaching, we follow five disciplines. And those five disciplines have to be mastered by a team to be really effective. That's purpose and identity. What is the team's purpose? What is the team's identity? Who are we? What are we doing here? The context and the culture. What is the context in which this team is operating? And what is the culture of the team? There's so much to that. The relationships and dynamics. What relationships are there interpersonally and intrapersonally? And what are the dynamics in the team? Then obviously what is very important is the performance and the results. How is the team performing as a whole? How are the individuals of the team performing? And what are the results? Most importantly, we need to understand what the results are. Are we moving into the right direction? And learning and development, which means learning. How do we adjust better to uncertainty? All those kind of things that are really important for teams to know. And obviously team development, and that depends on individuals as much as it depends on the broader group. So we have to make sure that learning and development is consistently looked at. Feedback culture falls into the context and the culture of the team where we have to communicate, but it also intersects with all other areas of systemic coaching. So that is the approach that I personally use, and that can help propel teams really forward and make them top performers. So in the next couple of minutes, I'm going to walk you through some proven approaches for feedback-focused team culture based on some systemic principles and solution-focused coaching 
a way of facilitating feedback, open communication, and continuous improvement within your team. I want to teach you some practical strategies for establishing feedback norms, redirecting unproductive conversations, strengthening accountability, and making progress on your team's most stubborn challenges. With the right mindset and techniques, you can transform how your team works together and create a high-performing team. So why is that so important? Well, I believe that feedback is the breakfast of champions. To grow personally and professionally, we all need honest, thoughtful feedback. The same is true for teams. Creating a culture where feedback is freely given and gratefully received is key to continuous improvement. If you do not get that right into your team, then you will set yourself up for failure. It is important that you make feedback a habit. Build the expectation that team members will provide regular feedback to one another. This could be weekly one-to-one check-ins, per feedback sessions after key meetings or milestones, or informal feedback over coffee. That's up to you. The medium doesn't really matter as much as the consistency. Feedback should be an ongoing dialogue, not an annual performance review. It is important that you keep these patterns alive, that you are focusing on making this a habit so that the team consistently goes through that same loop over and over again. That will give you the opportunity to detect if there's any misalignment. And if you recognize that communication goes down, you can already gauge that there might be a problem at hand, communication breakdown, no communication at all, difficult characters in the team, things that you have to address ASAP. These things cannot linger if you want to have a high-performing team. One of the important things that I've recognized in teams is that very often focus is based on criticism and it comes from a point of frustration. But feedback needs to be framed about opportunities and around opportunities for growth rather than criticism. Say, for instance, here's a suggestion for how we could improve next time rather than you messed up or you stuffed it up. Focus on specific behaviors and actions, not personal attributes. Never attack the person. This growth mindset will make team members much more receptive to feedback. What you foster this way is a culture of openness, a culture of vulnerability, where people can openly talk to each other, address challenges with each other. They can tell each other if something is going wrong, if they've been off track. And with this behavior, we are literally addressing a behavior. We are addressing a challenge, something that is holding the team back. We are not addressing a person or attacking a person. And that is a culture where you will build trust. It will breed more and more trust and people become more willing to voice concerns within the team. And just as important as talking about things that go wrong, it's important to share successes. Don't just provide feedback when things go wrong. Also share feedback when things go right. That's important. Recognizing wins big and small keeps the team motivated and builds a sense of shared success. Say, here's what we did well on that project. Or you can say, this was such an improvement over our last project. Well done, everybody. That's how we create trust and how we create a winning team. Listen with an open mind. If you're in charge or you are a team member, Receiving feedback graciously is just as important as providing it. Listen without judgment or defensiveness. Ask clarifying questions if needed, but avoid arguing or making excuses. Say thank you, I appreciate the feedback, and discuss how you can incorporate the suggestions going forward. Modeling this openness will encourage others to be receptive to feedback as well, and then you are creating an open dialogue. Creating a feedback-focused culture is challenging, but worth the effort. And once your team starts practicing this, it becomes second nature.
With regular practice, a growth mindset and open communication, teams can develop the habits of productive feedback and reap the rewards of continuous improvement. Feedback may not always be easy to hear. That's for all of us. But it is that champion breakfast that your team will need to thrive. So how do you foster a feedback-focused team culture? Well, creating that starts with your team. As a leader or as the head of a team, in general, even if you're a team member, you need to model the behavior you want to see by regularly providing constructive feedback to your team members. Encourage your team to do the same with each other. That's important. If everyone falls into line with this, then we can move forward. Ask for feedback. Ask your team members directly for feedback on how you can improve in your role as their leader or as a team member. Teams need to let each other know that they value each other's input and want to become better at supporting each other. Be open to both positive and constructive feedback. Address any concerns and make a plan to implement suggestions. The willingness to accept feedback amongst the team will motivate each and every team member to be open to it. If you're the team leader, give timely feedback, both positive and constructive, to each team member. Be specific and focus on behaviors and actions, not personal traits. Explain how the feedback can help them develop in their role. Ask open-ended questions. Questions are a powerful thing to make sure they understand your feedback and feel motivated to make changes. Promote a feedback mindset. Help your team develop a growth mindset around feedback. Teach them to view feedback as a gift that will enhance their performance and development. Discuss how to receive feedback openly and make the most of it. Role play scenarios where they practice giving and receiving feedback to build their comfort and skills. That's important. Come together in a circle and play it through. Take a difficult topic, something that you experienced in the past but is already solved, or take something that is actually currently lingering in the team and let them discuss it. Talk with each other about it and try to find constructive ways to address what has happened. Talk about what has been difficult for the team, what has made it difficult for the team to address the issue or to perform at its best. And do not talk about the person. Don't talk about who stuffed it up and why they stuffed it up. Make it something where the team together challenges beliefs or assumptions and try to explore new ways, better ways, better habits, better actions that will lead to a better outcome next time. If you look at it that way, it will always be a constructive discussion as a team, as a bunch of people that comes together with a shared goal and purpose. Make it a habit. Build a habit of exchanging feedback by scheduling regular feedback sessions. This could be one-on-one -on -one meetings between you and each team member, per feedback partners within the team, or team feedback sessions. The more you practice, the more natural it will feel. Provide guidance on how to structure these sessions to keep them constructive. Just create a form, a flow form, where everyone understands this is the way how we come together, this is the way we show up, this is the tools that we are using, this is the methodology that we are using, this is the action steps that we are taking, and this is what we're going to do when we come back together next time, like follow up and so on. That is how you do it. Address issues promptly. Do not wait with issues. Don't avoid difficult conversations or let tension simmer. Address any interpersonal issues between team members promptly through feedback and coaching. Have an open and honest discussion to clear the air. Set expectations and find a mutually agreeable solution. Your team will appreciate your willingness to facilitate resolution of problems in a productive manner. If you continuously reinforce a feedback culture, 
that will make a huge difference in your team's growth, development, and performance. With practice, giving and receiving feedback will become second nature. Once you have mastered that, you have fixed a major part in the system, which is so important. Let's talk about some strategies to drive continuous improvement. To build a feedback-focused culture, implement regular team coaching sessions, either with your leader or your team members, or you hire a coach like me and we structure these things for you. Team coaching brings groups together to reflect on the dynamics, processes, and performance. It helps teams gain valuable insight into both their strengths and areas of improvement. Facilitate open discussions. Team coaching sessions should encourage open, honest discussions about what's working well and not so well. Post thought-provoking questions to get the conversation flowing, such as what are we doing that we should keep doing? What are we doing that we should stop doing? What are we not doing that we should start doing? What are we not seeing in this situation here? What could we've seen differently? What could we've done better? And then encourage your team members to provide specific examples and share their perspectives without judgment. This helps create an environment where people feel comfortable providing constructive feedback. Always focus on the solutions, not the problems. Your team already knows that there are problems. So focus on the solution. Rather than dwelling on issues, focus the discussion on potential solutions. Ask questions like, what small changes could we make to improve in this area? What resources or tools might help address this challenge? What haven't we tried yet that could help to solve this problem? Brainstorm options together and determine what solutions the team wants to pilot. Then check in on team's progress at the next coaching session. Foster accountability. For team coaching to be effective, the discussion needs to drive real change. End each session by reviewing key takeaways and next steps. Ask team members to volunteer for specific follow-up actions to demonstrate the commitment to improvement. Provide a timeline for when the team will reconvene to discuss their progress. This helps create accountability and encourages the team to take meaningful action between coaching sessions. If you do this regularly, team coaching will transform group dynamics and help build a culture focused on continuous improvement. The next thing we do is we implement regular feedback sessions. That is the key to creating a feedback-focused culture. As a coach, as a leader, schedule reoccurring meetings, such as bi-weekly or monthly, specifically focused on feedback and continuous improvement. Encourage your team members to come prepared with constructive feedback, questions or suggestions to discuss. Let them know feedback should be specific, actionable and focus on behaviors and actions, not personal attacks as we discussed earlier. Start each session by reviewing key metrics, KPIs or project statuses. Look for areas that need improvement or wins to celebrate. Discuss roadblocks and how to resolve them. Also very important, you have to give each team member a chance to share their feedback in an open discussion. Mediate and help reframe feedback as needed to keep the conversation productive. Take notes on key discussion points and action items. End each session by summarizing the key takeaways, next steps, and who is responsible for each follow-up item. Provide a deadline and schedule the next feedback meeting. Follow up between meetings to check on progress of action items and see if any new issues have emerged. Provide coaching and support as needed to implement changes. Continuously reinforce the importance of a feedback culture and how it leads to a high-performing team. Recognize and reward team members who actively participate and make valuable contributions. 
With consistency, these types of solution-focused interventions can positively impact team dynamics, strengthen working relationships, and drive ongoing progress and improvement. But change will not happen overnight. As a coach, as a leader, your role is to facilitate meaningful discussions, provide guidance, and encourage accountability until a feedback-focused culture becomes second nature. That is what we're trying to achieve, and that will need regular and consistent work. Without consistency, it's not going to carry on. So how do we measure success and sustain change? In order to do that, we have to measure it. We have to be sure that our team is following through. Here are a couple of pointers on that. Monitor feedback frequency. Track how often team members are providing constructive feedback to each other. Are people giving feedback at least once a week, once a month? If feedback exchange seems to be dropping over time, it may indicate team members need a refresher on best practices or additional coaching. Pay attention not just how much feedback is given, but how high quality and impactful it is. High quality feedback is specific, actionable, and focused on behaviors and actions rather than personal judgments. If feedback seems superficial or not particularly constructive, additional training on giving effective feedback may be needed. Survey team satisfaction. Conduct regular surveys to gauge team member satisfaction with a feedback culture. Questions can cover things like, how comfortable do you feel giving feedback to your colleagues? How useful and actionable do you find the feedback you receive? How well do you think feedback is received by your teammates? Look for trends of declining satisfaction and address issues through coaching and retraining. Revisit the values and benefits. It's easy for teams to lose sight of why building a feedback culture is so important. You have to consistently remind team members of the key values and benefits of giving and receiving feedback. Some points on that. Improve communication and trust. Feedback builds understanding and strengthens work relationships. Increase productivity and innovation. Feedback helps identify obstacles and leads to continuous improvement. Develop skills. Giving and receiving feedback helps build critical communication and leadership abilities. Strengthen commitment to goals. Exchanging feedback keeps team members accountable and they will stay aligned with the key objective. Revisiting these motivations will help re-energize team members' commitment to providing constructive feedback regularly. With ongoing measurement and reinforcement, the changes brought about through feedback coaching can become truly sustainable. But you have to do it over and over again, be consistent with it and reinforce it. And that's it. A bit about team and about communication, feedback culture that are so important to really build a high-performing team. A roadmap to creating a feedback-focused team culture where people feel empowered and motivated to grow together. It won't happen overnight, but with consistency and commitment to the process, you'll start to notice real changes. If you embrace this, team members will become more open, honest and vulnerable with each other. They'll start looking forward to feedback and see it as a gift, not as a threat. And they'll build the kind of trust and psychological safety that allows creativity and innovation to thrive. Keep at it. As a team leader, your team needs to be led through the ups and downs and celebrate the wins big and small. A feedback-focused culture is a journey, not a destination. But with work and persistence, you will definitely get your team there. There's nothing more important than psychological safety, trust and commitment towards each other, where you create an environment in which every team member understands that feedback is valued, that it will be used constructively, and where people can come together and meet at face value. That's it, guys. That's it about team communication. 
If you want to know more about feedback, how to teach your team to be good at it, if you want to know models, if you would like to have a session with your team, let me know, connect to me over DM. The first step will always be a meet and greet where you can tell me more about the team, tell me more about the people, tell me more about you and the organizational context. And then we can discuss what kind of coaching would be suitable and we plan steps forward, intake sessions, assessments and all the analytics for the team. And then I can assist you to build a winning team and I can assist you to build your leadership skills and help you become the coach in your team or become the coach in your organization where you do not have to hire external coaches anymore because you know how to do it yourself. Okay, thank you very much for listening, guys. That was the 15-minute Monday. I went a bit over time, so excuse me, but it's just so fascinating. I'm so passionate about team coaching. As I said, over the next couple of weeks, I will put much more information up about teams. If you have any suggestions, you want to know anything, there's a particular episode that you want me to create, please drop me a message. you find my contact details in the podcast description. I'm very happy to make contact and hear about what interests you and what would be of value you for you as a podcast guys i wish you a fantastic week that was daniel from the success blueprint take care